Welcome to Beyond Their Resumes, a career and professional development platform designed for you, the modern global professional. My name is Jerry Wan, and I invite you to join me every day as we learn from leaders from various industries representing the entire world. They'll share with us both their worst and best advice and a book that inspires them daily. Be sure to join our newsletter at beyondtheresumes.com, follow us on social media at beyondtheresumes, and share this with a friend, classmate, or colleague. Thank you so much for tuning in, and here now is today's guest. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Resumes, and wherever you are, whenever you may be listening to us, uh, we wish you all the health and happiness. And whether you're listening to us in 2020 or 2021, um, please be healthy. Please continue to seek happiness and be the best version that you are capable of being. Uh, today, I am really excited to feature a fellow Asian American community leader. He has served in leadership roles and has been very active in an organization that has done some great work um, across the country, and it is called Project by Project. They've done some innovative fundraising ideas to help other worthy and deserving nonprofit organizations collect money. And it's unfortunate now that we can't have their signature events, which are basically centered around large gatherings of food. But having many friends been a part of the program, it is one that I really respect. And the ability for the organization to have had the power to bring people together. Really, really fascinating. Um, our guest is also the creator and host of Real Asians Podcast, empowering folks to express themselves and really be their best selves through the film and other video and TV media. So really excited to share my conversation here with my friend, Ray Lu. Hi, Ray. Hey, Jerry. Wow, what an introduction. I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can live up to everything that you, you made me sound like uh, an amazing. We can end person. the interview now. I really that might appreciate you know, that. Yeah, we'll that, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for it. listening, so guys. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. They're like, wow, that uh, was a really uh, quick episode. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in what you do, both you know through your day job and through all the different community things that you are involved in, you are in the business of community building. You are in the business of mm. bringing people together for a cause, and now you are through your podcast, Real Asians Podcast really trying to bring people together to see themselves in a different light and to empower those folks to step either in front of the camera or behind the camera to show them that people who look like us no longer need to fit these stereotype typecasted roles and to really thrive. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what you do is knowledge sharing. It is advice giving, it's perspective sharing. So as we do on the show, we want to start with the ugly first. Right. What has been the worst absolute piece of life or career advice that you've received, Ray? And why was it so bad? Well, I recall way back in my earlier starting up my professional career, I was working at a hotel um, and I was, uh, it was a business hotel checking in like business travelers and stuff like that. And I recall this conversation I had with a gentleman and he happened to be an older white gentleman uh, for this, I think, medical bio company and, you know, just kind of small chat. And he said, you know, hey, in your career, the only way that you can kind of get ahead in life is to kind of step on others. And it, I don't, I don't want to say that he probably, you know, I can't recall if he said exactly those words, but he was basically saying like, look, look out for yourself. You know, um, at the end of the day, it's all about you and you got to get your own, you know, and don't look out for other people. And then think at the time, and this was when I was a little bit younger, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I guess him being, you know, you kind of had the flashy clothes and, you know, checking in and the, the suites and stuff like that. I, I, it, it did leave an imprint on me a little bit to say, maybe that, that's how you become successful, right? And I learned very quickly, 
kind of sharing that thought with friends and other coworkers. And I think the first person I spoke to was with my sister. And she was like, that is the worst advice I've ever heard. <laughs> and she had been, she, and she works in, she's an executive producer for, um, for a TV show. But at the time she worked in the TV business, which is a highly collaborative business, as you know. It's like, if you're constantly having that mindset, no one's going to want to work with you. And honestly, it's, you know, you're, you're going to eventually need support and a network that share your vision and you need to be able to work with other people. And I think that was something that kind of course corrected me. Thank goodness. Thank God for my sister. She's provided a lot of guidance, but also I think it was really reinforced and evolved in my work with project by project, connecting with others. And like you said, um, listen, being inspired by other, you know, very passionate individuals. And that just quickly made me realize, you know what, when you have a collective goal and you work towards something together, I mean, you could go really, really far with people. I, you know, that scarcity mindset, that finite mindset that right. the, the pie cannot grow and that it is a dog eat dog, you know, zero sum mm-hmm. game is really toxic. And we're here to tell you, Ray and me, that's not the case. No. The world ain't grows. get you far. Correct. The, right. the world grows. Um, it might it might get you short wins. Actually, it, might, it actually will get you short term wins. But if you're thinking yeah. about life as a marathon, the relationships that you want to build, and your own reputation and your personal brand, um, not very helpful. And you know, you, you've said it very directly, but there are different manifestation, manifestations and different versions of that being still told today. And so, be nice to your fellow human beings because none of us are here by our own volition. We're all here through the help of other people. Oh yeah, and for sure. You're not gonna get in, you're not gonna get to anywhere meaningful um, without anybody's support too. Thanks for sharing that. So let, let's focus on the good stuff. Um, best advice ever that you've received. Yeah. So to kind of segue into, I'll give two kind of two quotes to kind of counteract the worst advice that I got, and then the best another quote that kind of leads into the mindset that I have kind of now. So it the the counteract the doggy dog mentality. It's when you move alone, you can go fast, right? When you're kind of thinking about yourself and making your own actions and doing your own actions, of course, you can move very quickly. But when you work together as a community, that's when you can go really far. And that's when you make true progress as a society, as a community. And to couple that, there's another quote that I heard. I think this actually came from Bernie Sanders, is that you have to think globally, but act locally. And really what I take upon that, and that was the best advice that was given to me. And then, you know, mentors that I've had over the years have really uh, reinforced the, the mentality to say, look, you have to be able to think beyond yourself. Mm. We, all, we all for sure have our own ambitions and dreams that we want to accomplish and, and objectives. And there has to be some level of selfishness that is inherent into that for sure. But realize that the person that you're talking to and trying to get to to accomplish your goal, they may share that same goal too. And so acting locally, meaning having a genuine connection, really caring about the folks around you, whether it's in a professional sense or even in a personal sense, I think that applies almost anyway. But thinking globally, to, to constantly remind yourself, is there something that this person, I can help get to what they want to accomplish? Um, vice versa, that they can help me 
uh, accomplish what I want to get to. And that, that, that mutual relationship, that symbiotic relationship is really something that I've continuously tried to practice. Again, because you're somewhat battling that selfishness because you, know, you have a vision for something. You want to get to some place. Um, and you may have conflicts, you may have friction, you may have disagreements. That's part of it. That's part of the growing process. But you always kind of remind yourself, oh, you know what, this person, we're trying to get to the same goal and we may have different approaches. Let's talk it out. Let's work it out. Let's make compromises and stuff like that. So that is something that I think has done well for me over the years. And, and I think I've gravitate towards other individuals who think like that and, and I work collaboratively, uh, collaboratively with that. No, no surprise, Ray, that you are in the business of bringing people together and, and sharing ideas. Yeah. Uh, that's really excellent. Your best advice that you want to leave to the next generation is? I think it's, um, if it's to the next generation, I'm going to say, don't say sorry so much. and Don't be apologetic. I think it's very important that this next generation, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm millennial. I'm a millennial generation, so I'm going to assume that the next generation is Gen Z. Um, to they are the ones really leading the path and they are the most just uh, overly confident in this generation. At least in, in all the interactions that I've, that I've had with Gen Z and, and the younger generation, they are definitely the ones that are going to be the path. And so they don't need to apologize for anything. And that's because the actions that they take collectively as a generation is going to set them up for success for the future. So you don't have to apologize to the older generation. You don't have to... Uh, watch out what you say and stuff like that, especially, and if I'm bringing it towards the Asian American community, um, we're trying to strip the mystique that Asian Americans are, are docile and that we just do good work. We keep our heads down. We don't say anything. We're just trying to, you know, be a good quote unquote worker or that model minority. I think we're starting to see a new wave of Asian Americans become more vocal to say, look, this is my experience. No one can take that away from me. Whether we share that experience, let's come together. If we don't share that experience, great. I'd love to hear your story, just as I hope that you can hear my story and stuff like that. And no one needs to apologize for anything. 100% agree. <laughs> as with most successful and happy and connected people, I know you're an avid learner, which by means, which also means that you're an avid reader. Um, what is a book that's had the biggest impact in the way you see the world today? If I'm going to go with very recent, I've been trying to uh, finish a handful of books together, but I think right now, top of mind is Chanel Miller's Know My Name. Um, and if, for those who may not know, obviously Chanel Miller is the Jane Doe in the 2015, I believe, Stanford rape case. Um, but basically, it's her memoir of her whole situation in that case. And really what I take out of that is, um, other than the fact that she is dismantling the victimization or the, or the perception of being a victim, and she's kind of reclaiming her life. And that is because given the context that she's had during this case is that you know, she, was, she had to remain anonymous as Jane Doe. And during this, uh, in this book, she just constantly has this dualism and the struggle of like, look, I am, I know who I am, but all of a sudden I've adopted or this new identity has been put upon me just because of this tragic and horrific event that is, you know, that's, that's done by another person. Um, and, and it's 
it's given me new light in terms of respecting like those who how do I articulate this in a very in a, in a respectful manner? It, it, it's very inspiring, honestly. Whether or not you are a man or woman uh, or gender neutral, however you want to identify, it's really inspiring in terms of how she takes control of her own identity and takes it away from Brock, who who is her um, who is the uh, per- perpetrator in this case, and she's like, look. You got all the spotlight and then all this fame, stuff like that. I'm taking it back because I know who I am. So that's been a really inspiring book for my, I highly recommend it um, for everyone who, who may be interested um, in learning about self-identity. That's awesome, man. Really have enjoyed seeing the mess, at least um, the more celebration of books written mm-hmm. by a whole lot of people that look like me and you that uh, yes. were previously never asked to, encouraged to, or even allowed to share our stories. And so mm-hmm. I, I hope we get to a point where having a podcast like this or yours or uh, books like that aren't a big deal because we see them everywhere. Um, but right. we're all doing our part uh, to make sure that we we get there. So uh, Ray, thank you for your time. You know, it's, it's been a pleasure hearing your thoughts and uh, really makes a whole lot of sense that you do what you do based on the comments and, 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 the, and the tips that you shared. So anywhere you can find Ray, we will put those links in the show notes. Um, again, check out his podcast. It's Real Asians Podcast. Uh, links to that will be in the show notes as well. And reach out. You know, We want to grow the pie. We want to grow the community um, of people yes, listening sure. to, supporting, and yeah, do, doing all these things so that um, we, we want to normalize talking about all the things that we love talking about. So Right. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for joining us here on Beyond the Resumes and wishing you all the health and happiness as we enter a new year. Looking forward to seeing you soon, my friend. Appreciate it, Jerry. I'm really grateful for the opportunity.